Welk. It is the Ski Bum Podcast, and it is your pals, Mario and Brian. Mario, what's up? Feels like it's been forever, but uh, happy to be here. It, it has been. It's been a hot minute. It's been a few weeks. You know, yeah. once, once May hits, you know our schedule tends to be a little... The wheels fall off the bus. It's That's been, for sure. Yeah, well, it's May. You know, like it's summertime. There's, there's stuff going on. We're here talking about our, our summer schedule what's going on in the main topic so we'll be talking a little bit about that got a lot of stuff going on there's still ski news happening that's why we're here we're going to talk about skiing because you know what someone's skiing somewhere all the time that's, that's right beautiful thing may not be us but someone is so ski day somewhere powder day for somebody somewhere that's the way you gotta look at it it, it can right. always be a powder day if you put your mind and your body and your spirit and your soul and your energy in the right place and we're powder here to do that for you and mentally. chowder powder and chowder so thank you so much for listening we do appreciate it check us out skibombpodcast.com we're on the socials twitter instagram facebook untapped at skibombpodcast also on youtube at skibombpodcast i fixed it because last time i said we were there we weren't there but i fixed it and we are there so boom yeehaw go us go to your favorite podcasting apps rate subscribe we have it's not really a sponsor. It's something that I signed up for. I able to pass the test. I've become an affiliate for a brand called 10,000. And I don't know if you are familiar with this brand. Right. Mario, have you heard of them? I have not. I'm going to look them up right now, though. All right. So the website is 10,000, the words, T-E-N-T-H-O-U-S-A-N-D dot C-C. I don't know what C-C means. Country club, uh, cream cheese. I don't know. Oh. But their whole thing is it's a it's a workout brand, and they were actually um, I think they're kind of affiliated with the military. They've got hmm. all kinds of cool stuff for you know obviously for working out. They actually affiliated with uh, Go Ruck for rucking, which I started getting into recently. You're a rucker. <clears throat> I uh, you know what I like to walk. I love walking, but I never I, I I feel like it's a bit of a waste of my time. At times, you know, because to get a real workout, like my time is very valuable. I have multiple jobs. I have two small kids. Like time is extremely valuable. If I'm going to walk, like, I gotta get something out of it. <clears throat> so now when I, I throw my, my ruck pack on, I got a 45 pound plate in there. I feel like it's actually, it, it's doing something. Which, yeah. You get a good workout. Just rucking that around. You do. So I, uh, I've been doing that, which is good. Just taking my, my son to school in the morning. It's like a mile and a half back and forth throw the pack nice. on there it really adds a little bit of a you know you let's throw you know you, your pack i've thought about it i thought about it there'll be some days i'll have the pack on and my daughter who's like 30 35 pounds have her on my shoulders too so oh, nice. go into beast mode that's what you got to do beast so, mode day so i am an affiliate with this company and I, I gotta tell you like i uh i got their these are their interval shorts and you know they're they're comfortable they got their little uh like mesh I don't know what you call this. Like they got these little holes inside the for airing things out. It's got a little nice. zipper pocket. They are super comfortable. I really like them. I'm starting to get more of their stuff. I like the brand because it's like, and I know it's not nice to say that it's a manly brand. There's a bunch of dudes throwing kettlebells around, climbing up stuff, just being what are their pronouns, being savage, savage AF. Those are the pronouns for the guys who are uh, on this website. If you want to check it out, again, 10,000.cc. We'll put a link in the show notes. 
I have a discount code. So if you were to go and use my discount code, because they offer a regular 10% discount, if you use my code, which is bschneider15, all one word, I'll put it in the show notes, you can get 15% off, which is oh, nice. way more way more than 10. 50% more than 10. That, and there uh, you go. I will tell you, I, uh, like I said, I've been using their stuff for a couple of weeks now. Absolutely love it. High quality stuff. Cool company. Highly recommended. So, so check what them did you out. Get? You got the interval shorts, or I have the interval shorts. Yeah, I have like three pairs of those right now, and I I absolutely love them. Uh, they got a bunch of different colors. What's cool too is they have a bunch of different colors, and they have different lengths. So you can do a five, seven, or nine inch uh, inseam, and they do liner and no liner. So you hmm. really have a lot of flexibility in getting the you know the kind of shorts, the length, the lining, whatever you like. I got the seven inch unlined, which for me is is perfect. Hmm. So I highly recommend it. Again, that's the. They have like a short. two inch or one inch. They have like a, a hoochie short. They have a five inch for a couple of the other ones. Um, actually, that one, the interval one, and a couple. They have a bathing suit. And is then, it a, a banana hammock or is it a legit? It's uh, it's a legit. It's it's a normal five inch bathing suit. So you know what? As skiers, you got a little bit of leg muscle. You want to show it off. You don't want to be weird about it. That's right. You want to let the let everyone well, five beach. inches. I don't know if I can get away with that and still be classified as uh, being that's proper in public. You, that's why you get the liner. You can wrap it around <laughs> your leg. Use that gotta liner to help it. keep it locked in. All right, I like that. See, you got to be thinking inside the liner and outside the box. <laughs> so yeah, Boom. check them out. Um, yeah, they got said bathing suits. They got normal shorts, running shorts, recovery shorts. They got you know joggers and sweatshirts and stuff. Nice. Check them out. 10,000.cc and use my code bschneider15 and you can get yourself 15% off. Nice. All right, with that, let's do the opposite of working out. It's time for our pray today. The, un- the anti-workout. The anti-workout. The I had a rough day at work and uh, I tell you, I hit it hard already for happy hour. Oh boy. Had a few glasses of wine, a big weed drink and... Um, more wine, and now I'm on to uh, my good old friend, Basil Hayden. Hello, Basil, my old friend. So this is the one of four bottles we bought by accident because I didn't talk to my wife. Accidentally bought four hmm. bottles. So we were trying to get like two bottles to give as gifts if we go somewhere, you know, because we had tentative plans. We're like, well, you know, I don't want to just run out at the last minute. Let's just, we're at Costco. We got Basil Hayden. Let's buy it. So I bought two bottles the same day she goes out. She buys two bottles of Basil Hayden. She's like, guess what I got? Basil Hayden. I'm like, I got Basil Hayden too. So (laughs) then we wound up like all the plans got kind of squished. So now we have four bottles of Basil Hayden just sitting there waiting to get drank. You could do worse. Is it drank or drunk? Dranked. Dranked? Dranked. Dranked. Crunked? (laughs) Crunked. Is it crunk or crunked? I mean, it really depends on what what stage of crunkness you're in. <laughs> I got to check my Jive handbook to see if uh, it's in there. <laughs> Urban <laughs> Pardon dictionary. me, I speak Jive. Oh, God. That's a throwback right there. <laughs> if you know what that's from, you're dating yourself. You're old. I haven't watched that movie in God knows how long. I wonder how oh, that holds a... up. Huh? I wonder how that movie holds up. Oh, it's good. It's <laughs> It holds up. Caddyshack holds up really well. Yeah, I could see that. 
it's so funny. Like I have my son quoting, like he's never seen it because he's only five, but I have him quoting it. Like we'll say, stuff, he'll say stuff like you scratched my anchor. And he has like no idea the reference or what's going on. <laughs> That's awesome. So you got to teach him every like Sopranos and Godfather references. Oh my God. Well, let him go know. to, let him go to, you know, second grade and be like, you're going to sleep with the fishes. <laughs> like just show like that. Well, like that's the thing. Like I, I've been, I, I said to him, like I cannot wait till you're old enough that I can watch Caddyshack with you. Like I am so looking forward to that day. I don't know what the right age is for that. Maybe twelve, maybe thirteen. I don't know. Are you talking appropriateness or getting the humor? <sighs> I mean, can can a child born in 2017 ever get the humor of 1980? Depends no, how good of a parent I am, really. So the problem with that is there's a lot of other context from other things during that time that made it funny when you saw it at that time. Yeah. It's kind of like, I go back to the Rick and Morty reference. It's hard to explain Rick and Morty to somebody that doesn't know anything about it. Doesn't know what it's about. Cause you sound like a complete idiot. I remember you telling me about the show. Yeah. I tried watching the first episode. I was like, this show is so stupid. I hate it. Yeah. But you're like, just give it a shot. Go through like two or three more episodes. So I had it on the one day and I was like, okay, this is the greatest show ever. Like, yeah, I'm in. You got me. Dude, Pickle Rick. There was somebody that mentioned Pickle Rick. It, like, if you have no context, you just don't get it at all. You no. know? No, no. Like, it's one of those things. So you watch Caddyshack and some of the references and well, it's also uh, like the type the Sim- of humor. You know, like, it's The Simpsons. Because you know how The Simpsons operated on, like, so many different levels? There was, like, yeah. kind of, like, the rudimentary, like, ha-ha, this is Bart so funny. But then, like, some of the again the references in the background you see oh you're like oh that's like they'll be referencing like uh you know planet of the apes or terminator or something you're like whoa like that's you gotta like understand or some like literary reference they'll make like and you need to kind of have that second or third level of uh intelligence to understand it and appreciate it and that's what's interesting about family guy because when I, i first started watching it it was one of those things where you know they 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 do the um cutovers and explain the context of the joke that they just made sometimes and yeah. it's like that's pretty cool how they did that you it's know? like training wheels yeah like it's educational humor education because there is no humor anymore because you're going to offend somebody so there's going to have to be humor education at some point again it's it's okay to be offended it's okay uh, not god given to right. a lot of people nope it's your god given right you should be offended if you're offended that means it's it's touching a nerve of something that you know is problematic, but you don't have the strength or the ability to address head on. And that's on you. You got to own that shit. It's like, I'm offended they, they were fat shaming me. It's like, well, you know, you're fat. Maybe you should make a change in your life. Yeah. Why are you shamed? But that's somebody, hard. Depends what somebody said to you. Sometimes they just take offense at anything. You're like, no, they weren't shaming you. They were just asking you a question. Like, you know, yeah. really? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Everybody takes shame to the next level too. Yeah. It's just, delicate just, little just flowers. Stop. We're we're growing delicate little flowers these days. Just stop. Just stop. Yeah. You know, like man so, up, woman up, whatever you're gendering up, gender up. They're gonna have a, a I don't know. It's gonna be illegal to have pronouns soon. That's gonna be out. They're gonna be like, oh no, nobody does that anymore. Yeah. Well, that, yeah, the next generation is gonna be like, oh, that's so lame. Yeah. They're gonna like mock that. Like that's dumb. Just, it's just, just everything just flips back and forth just yeah. remember that it's just a 
Generational circle jerk. That's what it is. Yep. And just remember, when you die, you die in your own arms. That's right. Brian and I are going to be sitting there with a stick of bacon, eating and just drinking. We're, we're going full Grand Torino. I already see it in myself. Just watch the field being like. Uh, no, we're going to go full on Tuco Salamanca on that shit. Or maybe falling down. If you haven't seen the movie oh, Falling, yeah. I don't know how that movie holds up. Michael I mean, Douglas, that holds up. Didn't they do a remake? No, they couldn't do that. I thought they did some kind of remake. No. I thought it was falling down. Yeah, it is a remake. 2010 really? version. Huh. No kidding. See, no, it good. proves you can make anything over again. Well, they just announced that there is a complete remake. And I was like, I fucking hate when they do that. What was it? The new movie coming out. Really? I don't know. They get like a weird with Spider-Man too. They keep like cranking out new Spider-Mans. At least they're new. And now yeah. I get the the you know the multiverse or whatever. But, but I've seen John Wick movies. is going to be like a geriatric, and they're going to have like John Wick twenty. I'm still John Wick Junior, baby. John Wick Junior. Wouldn't it be awesome if somehow John Wick morphed into Neo in the Matrix? Like it, it gets to a certain point where he John Wicks into Neo. Wouldn't that ah, be epic? Nicole. John Neo. Neo Wick. That's what that was my favorite when uh, we were just talking about Better Call Saul before the podcast officially started recording. And one of my favorite theories and ideas when Breaking Bad was ending mm. is that people were like, yeah, this is a prequel to Malcolm in the Middle. Because Brian <laughs> Cranston played the father yeah. in Malcolm in the Middle. So the thing yeah. was. Yeah, he was Walter White, and then he got into witness relocation, or whatever, and became the uh, father and started this whole family. There you that go. would have been like, imagine they did that. Like that would have been like, oh, are you serious? That's amazing. That would be pretty funny shit. Yeah, I love when I love when people just go crazy and go for it. Like go for it. Just go for it. Just go, bro. Just go. Just go, bro. Speaking of going for it. So again, we've been podcasting in a couple of weeks. The last year has been a pain in my ass just across the board like life has been hard white you know man what? can't jump that's the that's the commercial i saw white man can't jump they remake oh, yeah, that remaking that yeah that it's, seems it necessary looks, eh. it looks horrible and i'm like but they couldn't write another movie they had to write the same they just took the script off i'm sure somebody's excited about it so you know to that person yeah. i say cheerio enjoy yeah just buy the rights and they do it again <laughs> but for no, me sorry about that no no so like I said, last year has been a pain in my ass. It's just been like everything about life has been hard, 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 hard. But you know what? Think about sharpening a knife, sharpening a sword, steel, sharpen steel. You know what? I said, I have to grind. I have to dig my heels in and get shit done and get through this nonsense and crap and shittiness. And you know what? I'm still here. We're still podcasting. Um, it's Memorial Day. And not to get too deep and emotional but this time of year like really it brings me down as a skier obviously summer is rough but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to grow move past that and just be like you know what I'm going to enjoy summer for what it is I live near the beach I can enjoy it bring the kids this time of year like this this particular Memorial Day week it reminds me of when my dad was like getting sick and he, he died like a, in July mm. and it was like this was like the final like descent and I think about that whenever Memorial Day hits. It just puts me into like kind of like all of like Memorial Day through June. I just kind of it, it puts me right back in that spot. 
Hmm. So I, I, I have a rough, it, it's rough, but I also know that I'm still here and I'm still pushing and I'm going to make the best of the time that I have with my friends, my family, my children, all that stuff. So I'm going to have a celebratory drink. All right. What you got? This could be my favorite tequila. It is the Herodora Ultra. That's the one you had a hard time finding, right? Yeah. This now this this bottle again. It's you can see not much left in here. This bottle I think is probably from 2016. Wow. So I've had it for a long, 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 long while. Aged. And you know, like like a person. Another little step back when COVID hit. I remember watching a video like the company I work for our salespeople, they have all these like psychologists and stuff they bring in to get them psyched up so they can you know, do more Coke and sell more crap. <laughs> and one of the guys they had on, I remember listening to one of his presentations and this was during COVID. So, you know, the, the salesmen are locked in. They got to do all by zoom. It's new to them. And I remember him talking and he's like, and this guy, he does like university of Alabama, like their football team. Like he's the one who goes pumps them, and, like, up. Pumps nice. them up, gets to give them speeches and stuff. And one of the things he was talking about, he's like talking to one of these players and he's like, their, their little mantra was like, I do not believe in scarcity. I believe in abundance. And if you have that sort of attitude, like, hey, man, I didn't get that job. That's not fair. Blah, blah, blah. Like, no, no, no. This is just one door. I have, I have millions of doors I can walk into. The better opportunities around the corner. Positive state of mind. I was thinking about this stupid bottle of tequila. Like you mentioned, I had a hard time finding it. So I would take a little tiny sip. Little tiny sip, make it last. Oh, like you a, just gotta like, drink it and enjoy it. Like a little prom queen with her box of Girl Scout cookies, whatever that even means. <laughs> but you know what I did? Now I'm like, you know what? I'm gonna polish off this goddamn bottle and you I'm gonna buy find one. a new one. I may buy a whole goddamn case. I may buy Herodora. I don't even know. You don't even know. Young. That's I don't right. Even know. They ain't you know over what? yet. I do not believe in scarcity. I believe in abundance. So I'm drinking my Herodora. Ultra and they help. Now, you're probably saying, Brian, why is it clear? When you get an anejo, it means it's aged. It should be darker. Well, yeah. talk that. to the mad scientists at Herodora because this is an anejo and it is clear. And I will tell you, it is definitely tequila tasting, but it is just a lighter, drinkable, sippable, very, very mellow tequila. And one of the the tasting notes that when I first found out about it, they said it's got hints of marzipan. And that was one of my favorite dessert. It's not a flavor, I guess. How about some marzipan and some ice cream with that? Ben and Jerry's used to have an ice cream called Mission to Marzipan. Marzipan. Delicious. They got rid of it? They had it for like a year. Only I'm the only person who bought it pretty much. I remember that. I never bought it, but I remember seeing it. So good. I, I wolfed down two pints of ice cream this past weekend. Again, watching hockey, all the overtimes that they had. I'm like, I got. It was the four Did you overtimes. Stay up for that one big overtime. I watched. I think I watched two overtimes. I couldn't. Oh. I couldn't stay up past. I went to sleep. I was like, I'm done. I can't. I, I I didn't even make it the first overtime. I don't have a dog in the race. Like I can't. Dude, funny fact. So yeah. the t- last, if you're not a hockey fan, the last four teams that are in the Stanley Cup playoffs are Vegas, Dallas. Carolina and Florida. Not really cold weather, totally cold weather areas. I actually looked up the latitude and longitude of all (laughs) the arenas of those teams. Do you know the furthest North team 
is Vegas. Wow. They are just a tiny bit further north than Charlotte or than uh, Raleigh, than where Raleigh, yeah. Carolina plays. That's funny. So the NHL's got to be freaking out. Like all their big market teams are way out. Like oh, Boston, Canada's out. There's Toronto, big markets are out. York, yep. All out. So yeah. the biggest hockey market is probably, I don't even know of those four. Well, They're this all... year was kind of unique because you guys had um, the Rangers, the Islanders, and the Devils all playing each other. Like I think Rangers and Devils played each other, and Islanders played in Carolina first round. But they were yeah. all right, right there, right next to each other. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it was uh, it was interesting. But yeah, so crazy. So watching hockey, and I ate like all this ice cream, and it was delicious. It was Hagen Dazs though. Nice, delicious. But this Anejo tequila, ultra Anejo, so good. How about making your own ice cream with the Anejo tequila? The problem with alcohol it doesn't really freeze. You gotta use a little bit, and then yeah. just for the flavoring, and then that gets in the. One of the ice creams that I had was Hagen Dazs has an, I think it's like Irish cream brownie. It's called. Yeah, I think. I've and one that. of the ingredients is whiskey in there. Nice. And it is so good. It is mm. so ridiculously good. Yeah, because you ever make ice cream, you just churn in it, and that. Just churn in that. Churn and burn, baby. And that's it. You can put yep. whatever you want in there as long as it freezes. Yep. Delicious. Yeah. So, Ultra Nejo. I'm not believing scarcity. I believe in abundance. So I'm that's taking it. this bad boy. Like a man. I'm like See? a goddamn man. A goddamn winner. Like a winner. Like a winner. Winners. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Herduros for winners. That's right. <laughs> Put the tequila down. That's right. And Neho is for closers. All right. So with that. Let's go to Ski News. So, again, you're thinking... It's the end of May. It's almost Memorial Day. There's no ski news going on. Yeah, what kind of news um, can we have now? Where are you? How about this? How about New Hampshire is to host the World Cup skiing event for the first time in decades? Nice. For the first time in 33 years, New Hampshire will play host. See my shirt? What happened? Oh, there shirt. it is. Lightning. Love that. Number one bullshit. <laughs> Number one bullshit. Best interview ever. That was a classic. So Waterville Valley will host the World Cup moguls over the next two years. Oh. Waterville Valley has been hosting national events in Alpine and moguls for nearly a decade, but started coaching freestyle athletes in 1969. Hmm. Waterville is the birthplace of freestyle skiing, so I couldn't have thought of a better place to have it. I think it's going to be an awesome event. It's going to bring some excitement. Back to mogul skiing on the East Coast, said Casey Hogg, a mogul skier from Kensington. New Hampshire skiers are also set to compete in upcoming events. This is just an amazing event where it is extremely steep. The athletes are absolutely incredible to see them perform their acrobatics on one of the steepest mountains in New England, said Tim Smith, president and GM of Waterville Valley. So nice. the first World Cup event at Waterville is scheduled for January 27th and 28th of 2024. Nice. Seems far away now, but you know how it goes. Seems pretty coincidental that we were just there and then they announced the World Cup. Just saying. Where, Wherever we, we go, magic happens. We have like pixie dust that we drop and like magical so, things happen there. So. We fought in pixie dust. Pretty much. We are like unicorns, if you will. That's right. Just fart and sunshine. Excited for Waterville Valley. It's a great spot. So Yeah, very cool. Maybe we can go there. Wouldn't that be fun to go and uh 
Comment and the Jenner is doable, I think, right? Yeah. I don't know. All right. The general uh, next up, we have the generational solution for Little Cottonwood Canyon has been announced. Um, well, this has been so much talk going on about the gondola. The evil yeah. gondola on one side, the wonderful gondola on another. Yeah, because people want to complain about some shit. This is pretty much a uh, the the folks putting the positive spin on the gondola story. Yeah, gondola was selected. Gondola is what they're going with. It's all gondola, G money. <laughs> so, you know, they have details on like why the gondola works. They said it's a cheaper option. It's clean and quiet, safe and reliable. So they did a pretty good article and it's, you know, it's a, they're pumping it up because this is their, uh, you know, their project. Um, I don't know. Anybody that skis, you love riding the gondola. Why, why wouldn't you from the parking lot? Right. Yeah. And you know, it got me thinking too, because it has some pictures here and I was thinking about our, our trip to Ishkil. I mean, mm. what, I mean, look what they had set up there. I mean, they, they have a massive, gondola system that goes yeah. from the town all the way up the mountain right you know like it really isn't that different from what they're doing in little cottonwood no so they're saying it's going to be an eight mile route um i mean shoot when i was in um Obergatlinburg, they had like a two and a, i think it's two and a half mile or just under two and a half mile uh gondola that goes from the base you know uh village right there of you know uh, gatlinburg tennessee all the way to that over gatlinburg into the you know drops you off in the um the lodge which is pretty cool but that was two and a half miles i mean this eight miles that's nothing for some of the european systems i'm sure wait how far was uh <coughs> excuse me is, how far uh, was over little little over two okay i mean eight miles that's that is that's a journey pretty far yeah but what's cool is they're saying a cabin can arrive every 30 seconds Wow. And it takes about 27 minutes to get from the base to Alta. Hmm. That's not bad. No. There's no traffic. The only thing that would be terrifying is you're in the middle of four miles and the wind picks up and it starts snowing and starts blowing you around. You are shitting bricks at that point. Yeah. Well, I mean, I wonder too, because you're in the canyon, if you're protected from the, the wind elements a little more than you snow. would be if you were exposed because it says it can only go up to like up to 60 mile an hour winds. And hmm. it's funny. Cause you know, I, our, uh, our friend Stuart from storm skiing podcast, he's been, he's been on team gondola and he's been posting a lot of stuff and getting people riled up about it. And this is actually where we found this, this link to the, uh, the gondola works website. And one of the comments that he made that I thought was pretty clever. He's like, what is it with, the outdoor industry being so tied to their cars. And, you know, it's a good comment because, I mean, again, people can find their reasons why they have a problem with this. And again, I understand where you're coming from. But my whole thing, too, is if it's technically feasible, why not? Like, why can't we do it? Why are people fighting it so hard? Right. But it gets me. What gets me is, you know, when they talk about this, like you said, they don't really play into their mind oh we're all driving cars up there to the area and you know we were at an event and i hold my my mouth sometimes from from shooting off but 
you know, somebody was talking about, you know, we got to protect our, our wildlife areas. And, you know, we have a lot of people going to these areas and we're trying to expand. And I'm sitting there thinking, I'm like, you want to save the environment. Why are you trying to expand infiltration into that environment? Like, Mm -hmm. why wouldn't you just back off and let it flourish and grow back? But it's an industry and they're all about making money as well. You know, that's the industry getting people that are not normally outdoors, outdoors. Yeah. One thing too is, and you know, people talk about climate change and they're saying it like the climate, the earth has never changed until humans came. Like the, the earth has always been changing, whether it's, you know, ice ages, heat cycles, like it's always been up and down in terms of the temperature. And yes, we are definitely adding some, some, some more stuff to the air, but are we making life better for humanity in the short term and the long term? Like that's, don't we want to enjoy our time here? It's not like we're trashing anything really. You know, we're, we're definitely modifying the area, but it's not like people aren't thinking about keeping it as pristine as it was. And yeah. I know the worst argument that I saw was, you know, you could take that money and help the homeless. Like that kind of like those kind of arguments are the stupidest, most baseless arguments ever. Because again, it's well, like, why, why, why are we, why have a computer? Why have a phone? Don't ever buy a phone. That money could go to help a homeless person. Like, like stop it. Well, yeah, I chose this. Some people chose that. Some people are in bad shape. You help them out where you can, but you know, gotta live your life. You know, all over Europe, they use these huge gondola systems. So yeah, that's and again, cool. I, I I still I'm I still on Team Gondola. I want to see it. I want to ride it. I think this is awesome. So I is like this perfect? little press release they put together. But you know what they need? They need a celebrity host. <laughs> think about that. Who would you get a celebrity host for this? Lindsey Vaughn. Ah, oh, that's too ski related. It's got to be somebody wacky. I'm thinking like Snoop Dogg. Gondola opens up and just. What about um, Post Malone? Post Malone, yeah, Post Malone. Get Post Malone to be your celebrity ambassador for the gondola. Who's gonna say no? How about the um, who's the dude that uh, in the media now? The Vandersloot that killed the uh, (laughs) that girl in uh, Aruba. Oh, I don't even know that. Yeah, I'm out of the loop. The Vander Vanderpump rules. Not Vanderpump. I think Vandersloot. He killed uh, that girl in uh, in Aruba. Um, what about Amber Heard? About getting her to be the celebrity. Amber Heard. Amber Heard. Johnny Amber. Depp's ex. Oh, yeah that that would be a bad one. Have her take a dump in one bad. of the gondolas. Like that'll be uh, that'll be huge. How about you put it on the first gondola and drop it off a cliff? There you go. That works too. <laughs> Natalie Holloway, that's what it was. Natalie Holloway. Wow. Remember that? Jordan Vandersloot. He's in the in the news recently. Huh. I guess he's up. He's serving time for another woman's murder. And I guess he was Jesus. He was extorting Natalie Holloway's family at one. I didn't know this, but I guess I think it was in the past. Um, he extorted money from the mother. Because she wanted him to say, tell her where her daughter was buried. And then he never told her, <laughs> took the money and never told. And, you know, like some people are like, you know, we should permanently get rid of the death penalty. 
And uh, for a while, I was starting to agree with them. And then you hear about people like this, and you're like, yeah. no, we should keep it. We should probably keep it. Some people just yeah. got to go. Yep. Yeah. Gondola, 36. we got to keep. This this guy, he's got to go. Yeah. So it's weird. He's a prime suspect in Natalie Holloway's murder. And then he got picked up for, I think, murdering somebody in Peru or something. Jeez. Messed up, right? Oof, not a good dude. He actually pled guilty in 2012. So, okay. So say they don't have the, the people fight the gondola. What would be next? How about a jetpack rental service? Yeah, right. That would that's do, that's would good that, for the environment. Right? What would that do to the environment if you had a bunch of people taking jetpacks up? Because you know what? If people are sick of driving, they're going to find a way to get up there. I think they can have some baller ass uh, gondolas too. I want to see them tricked I still, out. I still think the boring company could set some pneumatic tubes through there. Oh, just boom. like, just just like you're at the bank. Yeah, exactly. Put you in a little, put you in a little tube. Oh, you know what you, do is you get you get sponsors for it, like the Mercedes, you know, tube or the, you know, whoever wants to sponsor, you just shoot them in there. And boop. It's not a bad move. The Prada tube. Well, the Prada gondola, right? Yeah, the Prada law. Yes, I wait for the for the Prada law. Well, speaking of waiting, waiting is the hardest part, as our friend Tom Petty said. Rest in peace. Another local legend retiring from snowmaking after forty-five years of employment at Killington Resort. Now, if you remember, the end of March myself and my wife andrea we went up to killington we did a, a media trip up there i even have the mug k1 lodge baby and we mentioned in that conversation because we did a podcast together in the drive back discussing our trip there we were there on the last day of snowmaking which was march 21st and we talked about how you know they told us oh this is you know our our head of snowmaking is retiring after 45 years and we were trying to find his name because we didn't have it from when we, we chatted with crystal from Killington, but there was a great interview on Snowbrains where they interviewed Greg Hiltz and that's his name retiring after 45 years of snowmaking. Damn. He started his career in 1977. Uh, and that was, he wasn't ready to quite commit to moving from, New York up to Vermont and his second year he was offered a snowmaking job and he dove into the, the mm. lifestyle head first. He said back then single and free, I would work all night and then ski during the day on my first day off, nice. go home and crash and then ski the next day, go home and crash and then go back to work for a while. He's like, it was awesome. Mm. And eventually he earned a promotion and this is great. He says, I was working on the night shift and by my second year, the night foreman decided to stop showing up. So tag, you're at Hiltz. I was promoted to the night foreman and I got a 25 cent an hour raise from 275 to three bucks an hour. Damn. Ice cream was a nickel. And he thought he was balling at that point. Right. He's throwing around mad nickels around that place. Yeah, he was. So he was living his best life when on July 25th, 1980, his career almost came to a premature conclusion. Working on a snowmaking pipe above South Ridge, his hand was crushed under 900 pounds of steel. Ouch. It was bad. It was really bad. Mark. 
Yeah, he says, but through the whole thing, I kept my wits about me. I had two guys working with me, and I told them what we should do to free my hand up. We basically ended up ripping it out. I called dispatch on the radio and said, hey, need some help up here. Mm. Since no one could drive to where they were located, the trio met the truck, which happened to be loaded with 13 cases of dynamite. After a quick bandage job, they headed down the work road. Damn. Goes, they weren't going slow, Greg laughs. The dynamite is bouncing around, and I'm thinking, geez, this could be my last ride I ever take. <laughs> they arrived at Snowshed unscathed and unloaded the TNT. The ambulance was coming up the access road, and they flagged it down in the sweltering July heat. Paramedics pulled over, opening the door to the back of the bus. So after three days in Rutland Hospital, he was transferred to Albany Medical Center, and he got a great surgeon who he credits with saving his hand. The injury ended up sidelining him from work for a year and a half, but in 1982, he was able to come back to Killington as the first ever snowmaking control room operator. Hmm. And then about two years later, he uh, said he went back to snowmaking at night. Pretty awesome Absolutely. story. I mean, could you imagine? I, I mean, snowmaking is amazing. And, you know, they even said, you know, they, they were the ones who, uh, set up the snow in central park a couple years ago you know he was the one in charge of getting killington ready for all these world cup events which no one thought was going to happen especially thanksgiving week in vermont oh they said he was like the snow guy right the snow he, whisperer or he whatever. is he's the guy he's yeah. uh he's pretty much a magician with snowmaking and i think they said he's going to be doing something private you know setting up some some snowmaking the, the man's a whack genius yeah, either selling some uh, some products or having his own company on the side, but he's done at Killington. And I mean, just uh, think about how much the snowmaking has evolved in forty five years. Yeah, you know, pretty much like a it's like getting your your family sprinkler and putting it on the mountain in the winter back then. Yeah, versus the technology they have now, it's pretty cool. So, Greg, cool. you've done amazing work. You've earned uh, you've earned some time off, but hopefully you uh, keep showing folks how to do your magic and, and keep it going in new England because we always need more snow up there. That's pretty awesome. It's a cool interview. So we'll put the link uh, to the snow brains interview in the show notes. Cool. So next up we have bear tooth basin, summer ski area. So established in mid 1960s by Austrians, Pippi Gramshammer, Eric sailor and Andre Multer. As an alpine ski racing summer training ground, Beartooth Basin, formerly the Red Roof International Ski and Snowboard Camp, is one of North America's oldest alpine ski training areas. So as the owners aged, they found themselves bowing out to a younger generation of ski enthusiasts who looked to open the area to the public and not just private groups and teams as it had been in the past. So the ski area staff with professional ski patrol and lift attendants, just as any other ski area, but with a summer-like setting above 10,000 feet that can sometimes turn into winter at a moment's notice. So please note there's no lodge or warming hut facilities. You could call it backcountry skiing with a lift. Yeah, they're opening, like, I guess they pretty much always do this. They're opening on the Friday of Memorial Day weekend. That's wild. And it's, it's such a cool-looking spot. And in one of my favorite Warren Miller movies, Line of Descent, um, Michael Bird Schaefer and Kalen Thorian are actually there. They, they drive like their little, um, their, uh, they have a, an SUV with a 
Airstream in the back. And that's where they, they kind of hang out for a couple days and they film some footage there and they show them like putting in the, um, you know, like the T-bar poles, like they put the lifts in, you know, every, every season. Wow. For the, the Palma lifts, there's two Palmas there. And the place is just such a part. It looks like such a great, like fun time. That's pretty cool. And oh, the, they have be advised the ski area is not for intermediate is for intermediate advanced skiers only. Novice riders will find steep terrain and platter lifts to be difficult and intimidating. Yeah, it's it's not huge, but it just looks so cool. It's no joke. And the the drive to get there along the um I forget the name of the the highway, but they say it's like one of the most scenic Beartooth drives. Highway? Like, is it is it the Beartooth Highway? I thought it had a different name. Beartooth Pass, I guess. Yeah. Um, I think it's I think it's Beartooth Pass, but they said they've been clearing it since mid-April. Wow. Yeah, the Montana Department of Transportation is responsible for oh, Beartooth Highway, and the highway um, which is along the Montana Wyoming border. And they've been clearing the highway since April 18th. So over the last six weeks, they've been clearing it just to get it open so that people can, can get there to That's go skiing wild. in the summer. It's so cool. And the picture, I mean, there's a picture of the highway and you see the guardrail and then you see a snowcat with a plow, yep. maybe seven times higher than the guardrail. So wow. a lot of snow to move. Very cool. Yeah, they said it's impossible to even try to do it in the winter, and they have to wait till the snow subsides in in Aprilish to get it That's open. Crazy. Yeah. So is that technically a glacier because it's year round? I don't even think it is. So it's just. I think snow. it's just the elevation is high enough. It's in a, a cold enough spot that gets a ton of snow. All I, think year. It's a, I think it's ten thousand feet, maybe. That's crazy. They say the drifts on the highway can be as high as 26 feet. Man. Yeah. Okay, so it's 11,000 feet. And is not hmm. accessible by car in the winter due to the snow accumulations on the highway. Oh, wow. Yeah. Just nice, fresh pow. Oh, yeah. I don't know how fresh it is. I mean, I guess it's kind of fresh. because oh, no If you sneak off. up there in the, in the winter, I'm sure it's all freshies. I don't know how you get there, but if you had a way, God bless you. Use your own helicopter, of course. Yeah. Jetpacks. Jetman. Jetpacks. How high does a helicopter go? One way to find out. Because I know I, I saw a video of them or I heard about them rescuing people in like Nepal for um trying to climb up K2, but I don't know how high is their limit to go. And why is there a limit? Well, you don't have air, right? And they, they need air to oxygen get those propellers going. I guess you probably need a certain amount to get the lift, right? A certain amount of oxygen. I think that so turbine engine helicopters, turbine engine can reach around twenty five thousand feet, but the maximum height at which a helicopter can hover is only about ten thousand four hundred feet. So you could have your helicopter drop you off up there. It's kind of lame. Midwinter. What about, like, haven't we advanced our, our helicopter technology? Yeah, jet copter then. Why can't we go intergalactic helicopter? See, turbine engine helicopters can reach about 25,000. So you need a special yeah. helicopter. Intergalactic helicopter. 
If you don't have a bitch ass ghetto helicopter, you get up there. <laughs> Dude, that's the last thing you ever want to get into is a bitch ass ghetto helicopter. <laughs> Yeah. It's like, did you see that yeah, shirt? My brother got a bitch ass helicopter. I got this shirt. That's it. Bro, you got it for like three grand. It'll be great. We can go all over the place. Like, I'm not getting in that thing. Are you I'll out of your in mind? That goddamn thing. Don't skimp on your helicopter. It's the last thing you want to skimp on. Did you see there's a video a couple of weeks or months ago of this lady going bungee jumping and the guy doesn't connect the bungee to her? Oh, no. She's just coming to her death. Oh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Goddamn! It's not a funny thing on like TikTok. That's a snuff film. It's illegal in most states. The craziest thing is, it was in Thailand. I guess. Oh, everything's everything's okay in Thailand. That's legal. We do that shit all the time. They just playing. (laughs) Oh, um, a Colombian bungee jumper plummeted to her death. Damn. Is this the one? Yeah, the guy like just didn't attach the cord. Oh, this video of it. I think there's a different one. This one, this one happened in 2021. But like, yeah. it's it's crazy because you watch the guy do it, and it's awful because the guy just like starts looking up, like, up. Oh, I didn't know what happened. Like he, oh, my bad. He, she jumps and he's just that, like, that's that's on me, though. That's on me. Yeah, my bad. I got the next one. I got the next one. <laughs> I got you. I know what I did there. Bungee like, jumping. Job training. You don't want. Yeah, bungee jumping looks like fun, but uh, yeah, I don't, I don't trust the guy, but like building the bungee cord. Yeah, that's bizarre. That's me. Yeah, what are you gonna do? Well, if you get at the Beartooth Basin, Man. post some pics. If you bungee jump at the Beartooth Basin, make oh. sure you tie your bungee. Bungee Tooth Basin. Oh yeah, Bogota, 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 Colombia. Yeah. Oh, she was young. Yeah, I know. It's messed up. Damn. But the video I saw, like, it's, I, I don't know where it is. I can't find it. But yeah, this yeah, guy just. Oh, yeah, there's video. That's bad shit. The guy just, like, he, like, looks up and she jumps, like, oh, I guess, uh, oopsies on me. Oh, he got paid, like, 20 grand to take her out. Maybe. Cahoots. He's in cahoots with somebody. <laughs> Bad news. Bad news. But we're talking about good news. We're getting into our main topic. That was the end of the ski news. We're getting into the main topic. And you know what? It's Memorial Day weekend. It it's is. summertime. It's summertime. Thank you, vets, for serving and protecting us so we can be free. That's one thing that we often forget about, how lucky we are that people did do that, that did sacrifice. Let's be honest, the prime years of their life, 18 to 25 to 30. That's, uh, I mean, think about taking that time from your life and doing it to serve for and I, your country. People who would and I gladly work and appreciate it. I know. I gladly work and pay taxes so we could give those guys non-bitch-ass helicopters <laughs> Yeah, exactly, right? Yeah, so it's a Memorial Day weekend. And, you know, even thinking about the, the 10th Mountain Division. I mean, a lot, of time, a lot of the folks who came back after World War II, had their alpine training, came back and got to work building out the ski resorts that we know and love now, which is, it's, I mean, it's pretty amazing. And 
we're super lucky to have that. And, you know, we're, we're doing our summer plans. Like we're, we're getting our stuff together. We're trying to figure out what we're going to do. Like I mentioned before, it's been a stressful last year. I'm trying to take a little bit of time trying to chill, try to work on the website, trying to build this, this podcast into something else, something bigger, something grander. We might be chopping the podcast up differently because, yeah, you know, we need to, we need to try something a little different. Package it nicer. You know, yeah. If you're not growing, you're dying. That's so we, right. need to, we need to figure out a slightly different way of packaging this up and maybe breaking into two or three podcasts instead of just one. Because we have tons of fun things to talk about, but maybe we need to just keep the skiing one to just pure skiing. Get that out one day. Another day, just pure, do the apres, do the ropes. That's right. Yeah. Because we have good content. We just got to package it better. So that's one of the things I'm going to work on this summer. And like I said, I'm taking some time, going to hang out with the family, go to the beach. Got to recharge. Recharge, breathe, just gratitude. Focus on gratitude, focus on what we got, but also keep looking to, to push and make things better. And you know, like I mentioned that with that 10,000 company, you know, I've been trying to do some, some rucking these days. Throw that backpack on, throw the plate in there, go on some walks, go on some hikes. Just Locking keep keep improving, keep getting better. Because, you know, I always think like, what if someone called me up and said, hey, Brian, we're going to Valley, Nevada in three weeks. Boom. Go. Are you ready to go? In a, first question, are we going in a helicopter and is it a bitch-ass helicopter or a good one? The first question is, we're flying Same. private, right? <laughs> that's right no no Fine you don't private, ask right? that you assume that and you're paying right but no i want to be I, I i'm the kind of person like i want to be in tip-top shape all the time ready to go. go let's jam do we got to go we're we going for a run are we going for a bike ride are we going skiing like whatever we're doing like i want to be like ready to go guns Boom. blazing ready to go so john wick style <clears throat> john wick style like john wick on skis wick it up wick skis <laughs> Ooh, Wix Keys. That could be a uh, trademark it by the website right now, wixkeys.com. Yeah. Wix Wax. Wick Wax. Made from the blood of your enemies. Oh, it's just everything red. All natural. Is that real blood in there? Organic. Don't, we don't talk about that. All I want to know is how do you slide? Are you sliding? <laughs> but yeah. So yeah, I always want to be ready, always trying to figure things out, always trying to get better, better, stronger. So I got my uh my Traeger smoker a couple weeks oh, ago. Oh, you're gonna smoke about. that shit out. A lot of barbecue, a lot of barbecue this summer, doing a lot of you know, experimenting, trying that's to nice. master the brisket. That's that's my goal for the summer is mastering the brisket too. Dude, you gotta go to class. You gotta go to like a special class where they teach you the Zen Chi of brisket. It's YouTube. I got this big fat guy <laughs> that I follow. And I, I forget what his name is. Uh, Don't I think you want to sit in the same right? kitchen as that fat guy? Just like I want to learn from the fattest barbecue person that's there because there you go. I, they know what's up. I got a guy in Memphis that weighs a metric ton. That's the guy I want to know. I want to know how to secrets. make some barbecue. Of course, he would laugh at my Traeger. He's probably got some fancy like homemade rig. Have you gone to a, a barbecue uh, competition lately? Not lately. So I went le- well, the last two years. I've been going. It's like a concert and barbecue thing. People bring out. They don't have to have anything fancy. They do like old school, like 
make their own like it's every walk of life the big green egg i noticed is popular yeah but the traegers are are solid i love They're the traeger because it's it's almost idiot proof which yeah. i need that and i love i love having the app i love being able to control the the temperature from my phone like nice. i'm i can't be the guy i don't have the time to be sitting next to my smoker for like 15 hours you know yeah like i need to be able to look at my phone know the temperature see my probe temp be able to pop out for like four or five hours come back then address it like i like that yeah perhaps good deal one day i'll I'll, i will be able to graduate to the fancier levels where you have the you know the real deal it's just they spend it's a labor love they actually literally for those events they spend like two days cooking prepping and cooking my uh my brother-in-law his his sister lives in Austin or outside of Austin. Yeah. And they went to a Cowboys game a couple of years ago and okay. or maybe, or maybe last, last season. And he was saying that his, uh, his buddy down there was a, a big, you know, barbecue guy. And he had his pit, his, his smoker on wheels. Yeah. And they drove to the tailgate and he was actually cooking. He was smoking while he was driving. Like he I had worked the with a going. girl in North Carolina and that's what her and her husband did every weekend. They that. had it. They had the smoker on wheels, and they would prep it and start smoking on like Thursday night to be ready. They would smoke it for like a, like a day or whatever, and they would get to wherever they were going like Friday or Saturday. Set games were Saturday, and they would just. I'm like, so what do you do? She's like, oh, I got like five chickens ready, and I put them in and some brisket. I'm like, holy! And then she'd make sides. I was like, and she was a good Southern cook, but uh, oh boy. Yeah, her and her husband were pretty cool, but they went to ECU, so they would follow ECU around wherever they played. I was like, damn, that's pretty cool. It was dedication, you know, that's but they fun. would they had friends that they would meet up. Uh but the yeah, smoker on ECU? The what? Are they the Bucks? The ECU? I think they are. They have yeah. uh the little pirate. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Um yeah, but that's I love that. smoke around on a, on a on a trailer and just take it to the tailgate. That's so awesome. Yeah, I mean, people people take barbecue very seriously, and it's you know what when you get it done, like when you you've done it enough and you've got your your recipes dialed in, I mean, goddamn, there's some if you get it right, I mean, there's mm. nothing better. There's nice. nothing better to eat. I'm always hungry for barbecue. Yeah, brisket. That's my that's the one I want to master. Pulled pork really isn't that hard. I mean, yeah, I did, right? did a pork butt a couple years, a couple weeks ago. It turned out awesome. Ribs, mm. I still have. It's not perfect. I'm probably still B plus ish, like 89, 88, 89. But hmm. I can, I can do better. I can always grow and learn. But uh, the brisket's the one I really want to get down pat. Hmm. So I found this guy, this you know, gentleman on YouTube, this big gentleman. I think it's called like barbecue done right. And he was showing you buy the whole big brisket, not just the the flat piece and he shows how you can take the top part off and make burnt ends out of that oh, and then nice. also have the regular flat piece so that is what i'm going to be doing on friday you're about like a side of beef aren't you smoke Bro, it all i i want to friggin' buy a uh i want to like buy part ownership of a farm like a cattle farm and there just like have like every couple weeks i want like just quarters of cow coming every couple Dude, weeks you can end up smoking everything like you know, do smoke cheese, and you're like, no, let's smoke the fruit, let's smoke a salad, let's smoke anything. Just put it's it crazy. There. If you go on Traeger's, uh, the Traeger app, they have all the recipes in there. And I was looking, I was trying to find a smoked cocktail to make for this. 
podcast episode. Oh, there you go. Obviously, nice old fashioned. You put it in the in the smoker. Well, they do. Um, the grilled peaches is a big one. So, like, you you hmm. smoke your peaches in there, and then you kind of cut them up or macerate them, and you you put them into the your drinks. Oh, but that's good. A, they have a couple different bourbon drinks. They have a couple different cocktails they make. I mean, nice. they've got dessert. Like the Traeger's website, they have so many recipes, and they do desserts. They do you know, smoked pie. Them. Smoked apple pie. They have. They had a. Um. There was like a blueberry something that I saw. Oh, they had huh. peanut butter chocolate pie. Like all kinds of stuff. Damn. Yeah, that you can. Uh, good. You can go crazy. And again, yeah. the Traeger makes it really easy. If you want to, you know, not be sitting next to your grill for, you know, two or three days in a row. Yeah, that's it's a lot rip- to watch. It is. It's so much fun though. Very cool. How about you, man? So what's your, uh, what's your summer agenda? Anything planned? Definitely going to start planning ski trips. I'm trying to plan a trip already for next year nice. uh, for Europe, probably Club Med, and then seeing Andorra. Uh, no, they don't have Andorra. They have... Damn them. What I really want to do, and I was, I don't know, I was going to ask you about it too, is we got to plan the J- Japan trip. Now, I know Ooh. that whole thing with um, Indie Pass getting sold, they, they have a, they still have a thing that's connected with them and they're advertising on their site. So I would really love to do Japan. Mm-hmm. Um, not thinking this year, but maybe next year. But I got to see the timing of that when it is. Japan, that would be. Japan. Fantastic. That you to prep for a little bit. Um, yeah. But that whole thing looks like you get a guide and shit. And like, so. Yeah, Indy Pass had like a whole like. Yeah, like yeah. almost like a travel agent hookup with that, yeah. didn't they? And they send a guide with you and they take you around. They translate for you. It's like, it's a good deal. And it's not that expensive. That's, I think I looked uh, a few weeks ago and it's like. It was like twenty two hundred bucks or something. It wasn't that expensive, but that's without airfare. So you gotta get your own air. Um and that's not gonna be cheap. That's probably like two, two, three grand, I would guess. Right. But I got a flight hookup. You have a flight hookup, yeah. <laughs> I know. Um, or you can try to use miles or something, but you know, I guess it's kind of nice to see like you can it's an affordable trip. It's this, just that stupid flight is uh or when they drop flights on, you know, the the flight people like to drop these little specials. See if they got something going to Japan. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, planning Seven that stopovers. Seven, that's right. <laughs> so trying to figure out what I'm going to do for skiing next year. Uh, definitely going to do a trip. It's probably going to want to be in France again, but nice. we'll see. Um, and we got to do another one of those kind of indie, like find an, an indie pass spot and hit a couple Again, that was that worked out pretty All well. Yeah, Waterville was music. nice. Yeah, I think I would, I would definitely do like a, a weekend in Waterville, especially with the fam. I think for the family, I think that'd be a really good spot to go. Yeah, because again, the way everything sort of comes together at the bottom there, it's just easy. that's an easy family spot. Yeah, or friend spot. You just you know collect everybody at the bottom. You're bound mm-hmm. to see everyone that you went with. Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do that. Um, probably going to try to exercise more, work a little bit less. Work's been pretty bananas lately. I think I've been telling you, bitching about it for a while. <laughs> um, Got to kind of draw a stake in, the, you know, I think I'm almost at that place where I can start pushing things off and hopefully getting a regular schedule back. Got to get back into the gym. Always work less. 
that's Brian's advice to all you young young guns out there. Yeah. Always work less unless you're working for yourself. Then you then you grind. That's right. And Not you got a better thing. chance of making it big working for yourself than working for somebody else and making them money. Just saying. There you go. Um, True. Yeah. So want to get back to got to get my head right. It's been a little funky lately. Uh, focus on the podcast. Get ready for. There's a lot of plans we got to make. We got Snowbound coming up. You know that's going to be. Oh, no, we didn't um, mention Snowbound. That's right. That's early November this year, right? They just yes. switched the. The they, they moved it up so now it's the first i think it's the first weekend in november yeah. and you know i know i posted it on the uh, on instagram last week and i gotta mm. probably we should probably post it a little more often yeah. but it's uh november 3rd through 5th this uh this upcoming year and it's at a different venue yeah it's actually at the boston convention and exhibition center which is on that's where other part of town the last time right well not the last time time before way back in uh 2019 which is you know pretty much a a million years ago yeah yeah it's it's by the i don't know if it's considered the wharf district or the the seaport is what they call it Hmm. the seaport district so it's further east and it's not, I mean, the one cool thing about where it was last year at the Heinz Convention Center, it was right there in kind of the, the touristy center of Boston. Downtown. So you yeah. were near a lot of shopping and restaurants and bars and Fenway Park. And yeah, it was really easy. And the, the train station was right there. So really easy to get around and to find stuff to do. But this one is going to be in the seaport, which this area has been built out a lot over the last decade. Oh, Yeah. During Which COVID, cool. they were just building like crazy. They were building like crazy there. Um, Ted Ligety is going to be there. He's going to be one yeah. of the, the presenters, which is really cool. And something they're doing differently. So last year, they were giving away free tickets for a few months. Because, you know, new company taking over. Yeah. They didn't know how things were going to They went go. very cautious last year. Very cautious. But this year, they're going to be uh, uh, hitting a little bit harder. And... You got to buy tickets, but they have some really great deals. Dollar tickets right now. Boom. So we have a. So right now, if you were to go to the website and you were able, you were going to buy a three day admission, $31, Mm. which, you know, it's not the most expensive thing in the world. It's also not super cheap, but we have. If you were to go, but it's not going to be just a regular convention, and we saw that last year. It's just going to be more uh, interactive. It's, it's it's an event, yeah, yeah. So it's it's kind of to pump yourself up, pump everybody up for skiing, represent products. It's not like the old discount thing that it used to be, where it was a big discount liquidation plus people selling stuff and everybody going out for free stuff. This is more. This is pretty cool stuff you're going to see. You're going to see new product. Like it's it's a lot better. It's fun, interactive stuff to do. So, yeah. So they actually had yeah these um, dollar tickets. It was only the first five thousand tickets available. Now I don't know if they've already sold out hmm. those dollar tickets because 
clicking the link, I'm seeing 31 bucks. So I don't think those are available anymore. Wow. Will they offer discounts leading up to it? Possibly. I mean, we don't even know at this point. They might. They might. They might offer us a discount code. We will keep you guys posted if we find anything out. But as soon as possible, I'd probably lock in your tickets. They might be cutting them off at a certain number. Mm. Again, we're still we're still finding out more information, but we're working with the folks at Snowbound. So we're going to be there in early November, which we are super excited about because it's going to be a Very great time. Excited. It was awesome last year. It's going to be even better this year. I don't know if we're going to be hosting, though. I hope we are. I enjoyed hosting the stage. Uh, I, I hope like- we are. That would be fun to lock that in but we'll have to reach out to some folks i think they were pretty happy with us we did a i think we did an awesome job i think at first it was a little bit you know it took us a little bit to get into it but i think by like saturday we had a really good flow a good you know we had we were able to get the questions and the conversation going which i think was what you know they really wanted us to be there doing which i think we did a pretty good job on that yeah I think even, we did. As, even asking my, my stupid ass question, asking the weather guy, if we can make snow, why can't we make cold? Boom. I think he looked at me like that was the dumbest thing anyone's ever asked. Me. Like, but what are you three? Someone had to ask the question. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't believe in restrictions. I'm like, I'm like Elon Musk. Like I, people say, I can't do it. I want to work on even harder, do even more. I do not believe in scarcity. I believe in abundance. Boom. There you go. Yeah, so uh, just for me, just get in shape. We are still listed as a partner, if you look at their site. That's a good thing, right? Oh, yeah, that's a good thing. There's a little link to our website. So I'm liking that. That was still from uh, 2023. No, that's the new one. It's a new one, yeah. Look at that. So we're still there. I like that. Trying to learn more AI. I'm trying to learn more AI graphic stuff. Yeah, there's a few sites uh, that I've been playing around with. I'm going to have to do some crazy stuff. Um, yeah, so get in shape, get ready for podcasting, get, start getting plans for skiing, maybe do some more bike riding, hanging out. Go. I think I really want to connect with more of my friends this year. Like, it's tough, you know, like kind of secluded where I am, and it's like uh, I want to just reach out and start visiting people. I like that. It's a beautiful thing. See where that leads me. Yeah. Well, you're going to Denver this week, aren't you? Going to Denver. I'm going to try to meet up with our buddy, Nick. Did you reach out to him? I did reach out to him. I texted him the other night. He's like, that's awesome. He's like, they're just south of Centennial, which is where I'm going to be. He's like, he's like, we're not that far away. So it should be easy to connect. So I'll, uh, I may try to give him a call tomorrow, getting on a flight tomorrow. So definitely. Yeah, yeah. Now I was like, "Oh, that's pretty cool." Does he still have the dog, Buford? As far as I know. Look at that! I want to see Buford. I want to see the babies. I don't think I've seen. I saw one. Of... No, I didn't see his kids. He's only got one, one daughter. Yeah, I didn't see Ella. Yeah. Um. Oh, right, he's like 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 two towns away from where you're gonna be at. Nice. He's yeah. in Castle Pines, Castle Rock. Oh yeah, Castle Castle Rock. I think Castle Rock. Oh, look at that. Same so neighborhood. Like Ten miles away. Like really close. 
I'll be spending a lot of the time in a hockey arena, so maybe he'll want to watch. But otherwise, we'll just meet up for dinner or something or hang out. It'll be kind of fun. Nice. So, yeah, let's kind of see where things take me. Just uh, got to treat myself better and live my life a little bit harder. So, no, live hard. So, it is there is. any chance that Bodie ends up in uh, in Denver? Uh, there's a good chance. I mean, this is an invite-only tryout. Um for NHL. So he's young. He's on the young side. So he's still 16. So they're looking for kids up to 20. So it's kind of, it's a lot. So, I mean, we set our expectations that if he doesn't make it, it's it's either because of his age, uh, but he's got the size and speed and agility. So, yeah. So get him roided up, get him roided up. Uh, But he's been pretty serious about it, which I'm glad. Um, so we'll see what goes on. I mean, this is an option. You go, you do the, uh, it, it's kind of a whole system of you got to be shown to be known, to be invited and in the conversation for stuff. So, so we'll see. Um, Very cool. But yeah, so Denver should be fun. So you I could kinda, end up, you could end up with a connection in, in the Denver area. for dude, next I, told, I already said, if he, if he gets, if he gets picked up by this team, and he plays for them. I'm going to tell work. I'm working out of Denver for like <laughs> two months and just get an apartment for two months. He could stay there nice. rather than pay for a billet. We could just put him up in an apartment, just freaking hang out with him the whole time. Nice. And there ski. you go. You'd be like, I'm not working. I'm skiing. Perfect. Boom. That's it. Yeah. So we'll see. You got you to gotta have a dream and have a plan to support the dream. And that's my plan to support the dream that which you put into the universe comes back to you yeah you just never know Put that into the universe i like that i really i'm hoping that things go well he actually played with a kid when he played um down in florida that he moved he went to phoenix was there for i think one year and now he he got on the team so i'm like he'd know buddy instantly that uh it's on the team like that's like the bash brothers and the mighty ducks yeah true and my wife works with her dad, with his dad. So it's like pretty cool. Like if we go up, we'd hang out and take care of his kid. He goes up, hang out, take care of our kid. Perfect. Beautiful. Synergy. Yeah, people help people. people. Holy shirts and pants. <laughs> it's a beautiful thing. See, putting that love into the universe, love comes back to you. You just got to stop hating. Everybody's got to stop hating. That's what I get caught up like i'm really focused at work and i really i don't even have time to answer the phone like my my wife will she'll text me and i'll answer her like an hour and a half later because i'm in meetings and conversations i'm like unless i got a 911 i don't stop stuff i just keep going because i got mental flow going and uh i'm wiped out when i come home but i'm very focused and i'm like you know i gotta start focusing on a little bit more happiness things that matter yeah, you know, I turn on the TV or I listen to news and I start getting wound up and everybody's pissed off at everybody else. And it's like, can't we all just shut the hell up? Not can we get along? Can we all just shut the hell up? That's what I yeah. want to say to people. Yeah, people are, are fo- people are focusing their energy on things that get them mad and riled up instead of focusing on themselves, making themselves better yeah. to achieve what they really want because anyone that's bitching and complaining is not really focusing on what they want. And that is a major problem because once you start bitching, 
you just keep finding more things to bitch about. And then you're on the, the bitch expressway and you're like two years driving on the bitch expressway. I mean, yeah. Those two years could have been spent on actually building the thing that you want to do. But here's the thing. So you're very correct in that people are not as focused on building themselves up. It seems they're more focused on tearing other people down. One million percent. So rather than make yourself better and just be above everything, they're sinking down into the negative side of, I'm not going to do anything. I'm just going to tear other people down. Fucked up. And, And that negativity that like that doesn't just travel linearly that travels exponentially that stains your soul it does it does and once you get further down there it's so hard to just stop it and raise back up because you've just gone down the the misery the misery shoot yeah so focus you got to get that out of your head you got to get into a better place so that's kind of what i have to do i think i might need to go into a um i might need to do ayahuasca this is ayahuasca, maybe do like a DMT, like uh, um, Silicon Valley, where he goes out into the desert. Doesn't vision time quest. His, his vision quest doesn't time the mushrooms, get stuck in traffic. <laughs> I don't know, it could be something like that. That show is so goddamn good. You need a blood boy, that's what you need. A blood boy, you gotta get you gotta take, start taking Bodie's blood. <laughs> that's right. You're my blood boy now. Kid. He's your blood boy. Oh, so nasty. <laughs> Yeah, I think uh, it's kind of funny. Like, so um, I've been hiring a lot of people lately into the company and there's a whole group of like younger guys and girls that, are, that they hang out. So like I ask them, oh, what'd you do this weekend? Oh, we were at the beach playing volleyball. You should come by next time. I'm like, this is like fucking Mayberry. I'm turning into Mayberry. Like I walk down the street. Hey, Mary, what's going on? You know, go out to the beach. Hey, you want to play some ball? Sure. Let's go play some Just ball. roll up with your banana hammock. We're like, all right. You know. All right. Let's go, bros. That's right. Side <laughs> out, bro. Away. Like slapping asses. Like, yeah. <laughs> slapping asses. <laughs> Pow. Nice, nice dig. Pow. Nice dig, bro. <laughs> nice dig, man. Pow. Wait, yeah. wait a minute. That was a little too lingering after the slap. You can't do that. That's not cool, man. Just like look him right in the eye be like, nice dig. Yeah, that's right. I did it. Nice dig. Oh, that's nice and tight. Tight, tight, tight. Yeah, so it's just, you got to, I got to get into a better headspace. Right. You got to put love out into the universe so love comes back to you. Yeah, you got to relax a little too. I think I got to have a weekend of just catching up on sleep. I might get a hotel. I'm looking forward to one of those in about 14 years. Because I might have to get a hotel room, just freaking go to sleep. 20 to 6. I got freaking, it's just, it's on. Yeah. Like 20 to 6, Benjamin will come in our room, just be like, start talking. Guys, Pokemon cards. It's like, dude, like, do you know what time it is? He's like, no, I don't know what time it is. You didn't teach me yet. It's He's your like, fault. It's time to wake up, mother effer. It's my time. It's time. That's right. Where the fuck is my breakfast? I'm hungry. <laughs> that's that's 540. He's looking at you like, this isn't an us problem. That's a you problem right now. <laughs> I want to know about these Pokemon cards. Oh, I'm sorry. Did I stutter? <laughs> where right. is my breakfast? <laughs> ah. <laughs> and where did I leave my Pokemon card, Dad? Where my Wizoffles at? <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Why don't you snap your ass to the kitchen and make me some Wizoffles? <laughs> beautiful thing times so if you got any good plans do anything fun ski related what's that is that crazy place in virginia that has like the dry dry snow 
Oh, that um, something X. Yeah, X that's SpaceX. in uh, Chattanooga, isn't it? I think it's Charlottesville. Charlottesville. I think so. Oh, I was gonna let you know. I know it's probably not gonna happen, but I gotta throw it out there. Oktoberfest is happening this year oh. in Germany, Munich. They're going. September 24th weekend, I think we're looking at. Dude, that is right between my daughter and my wife's birthday. That is the exact day between <laughs> Happy them. birthday, guys. You know what I got <laughs> Goddamn trip to Beer Fest. I got yelled at for going to the brewery on my oh. son's birthday a couple years ago what for happens? two hours. This is your heritage, bro. You are Bavarian. Pretty sure raised. I cannot go to Oktoberfest. That's, that's, that's. It's it's only you don't control Oktoberfest. Oktoberfest controls you. Yeah, I, I blew my shot before kids. I, I blew it. So you gotta give yeah. you gotta give Andrea. Hey, we got it all. We got a trip to Oktoberfest. <coughs> yeah, that's got, that's not gonna fly. Yeah, relatives. I gotta visit Dude, my relatives. They might my, be sick. So beer. so my wife has to go to Norway for her her dad's. It's like a surprise birthday, or no, it's not a surprise, like a birthday, it's a 70th birthday. It's a big deal for him. For him, oh wow, flights just the flight, astronomical, right? Two thousand fucking dollars. So Damn. he's like, he wanted all of us to go, and we're like, bro, we can't afford eight thousand dollars just for flights, and we're not going to have car seats. And Actually, you look at him like, if Daddy Warbucks going to pony that. But then again, with the kids, it's a lot of logistical. Oh, just... it's a, it's, it would be an absolute shit show. How do you drive around? Where are we going? Like, how do we get places? Like, he just has this like 70 year old boomer attitude where it's like, well, you know, we could just go and just hop in the new BMW and drive here and go there and get hammer around. here and do this. It's yeah. like, yeah, we're in like a completely different place in life right now. We can't, can't do that. Yeah. Well, if you can make it, you never know. No, I, right? I, I know. Trust me, I know. Trust so me. So you're gonna I, hang back with the with the kids? Yeah. Yeah, that works. It's it's gonna be it's like Fourth of July week, so it's gonna be. You gotta do is hire a babysitter, take that afternoon to sleep. Not <laughs> not even possible. Not even a remote possibility in hell. Dropping off at your mom's house. <laughs> My mom is coming to help. Thank there God. you go. Okay, watch the kids. Make sure they don't kill each other. I'm gonna take a nap for two hours. Yeah, so, complete lunatics. It oh. is bizarre now. I like dream about like, like a daydream about actual sleeping. <laughs> Actually, this we had crappy weather on Saturday, and we just put on the TV for my daughter was napping. Put on the TV for my son, and I actually took an hour and a half nap. Felt like a new man. Oh yeah, like a new goddamn man. It's glorious. I drank. I was. I put my coffee down. And fell asleep. Nice. That's how tired I was. So, before this last weekend, the weekend before, we were out. We went to the beach. Like we did a whole like Saturday, Sunday. We just kind of had fun, and it was, it was good. We were planning the whole week. Like, okay, this next weekend before I go away to Denver, we're gonna hang out. We're gonna do another beach weekend. The whole thing, right? Day comes. It is gorgeous outside we walk the dog in the morning i'm like i want to watch better call Saul. you want to watch an episode we watched like eight episodes and didn't leave the house like of course we took the dog out for a little break we're like we should probably do some stuff and yeah i just feel like sitting inside huh. and we just lumped on the couch fell asleep for about That's two it. hours yeah yeah you need days like that 
And down here, it is pretty. I got to say, the weather, it doesn't rain that much. Everybody's like, oh, Florida, right? Yeah, this is the season we're getting into where it rains in the afternoon for a little and then it blows out. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, you wake up on the weekend, it's freaking sunny. You're like, I can't sit inside. I feel guilty. Like I'm wasting a day, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've been pretty lucky. It's been, um, we've had a couple of rainy weekends, like one or two days in the weekends, but for the most part, it's been like in the high sixties, low, like maybe oh, 70s. Nice. It's been really nice. We've only oh, we're been getting into the nineties already. Oh, God. 80s and I've, 90s. I had the AC on one day so far through wow. May, which is pretty good. So, you know, well, last been good. Last week, not, uh, <clears throat> yeah, last week we went on Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, right after Mother's Day, we went to uh, Disney. So, oh, did wow. Disney, we did, um, uh, what's the, uh, Typhoon Lagoon, the uh, water park. That was fun. Okay. So, nice. hot as balls out, but did a water park. Oh, it was great. That's the best, yeah. Top notch. But I tell you what, no matter what park you go to in Disney, you're exhausted the next day. <laughs> like my feet were raw. I was tired. I was like, get sun all day. A lot of sun, yeah. Where it really knocks you out. Oh yeah, we were just fried. So that that led into sleeping all weekend because I was like, I was just beat. <laughs> so yeah, good stuff. Nice. See, see if I so- can. I might just stay in the hotel in Denver and sleep. <laughs> Not a bad move. So if anyone's got any cool plans, any uh, if they're going South America, doing some skiing, going anywhere fun. Want to take us along? Yeah, hit us up. Skibumpodcast at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. Check us out. Skibumpodcast.com. Support us on Patreon. The... Oh, I forgot about Patreon. Find us on the socials, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, untapped at Podcast. Yes, our Patreon patreon.com slash ski bum podcast become a patron help us out we would love and appreciate that very much also if you're looking for some awesome workout gear go to 10,000.cc you can use my special code which is b schneider 15 for 15 percent off have the link in the show notes we got the shop too we're gonna have discounts on the shop it's gonna be a sale memorial day weekend ski bum podcast.com slash shop Thank you so much for listening. We do appreciate it. And we'll talk to you guys next week. Stay fluent. See ya.